beaches of South Florida. Is that you? Hello. Oh my gosh. How in the heck are you? You look amazing today. It is so good to see you again. Come on in, have a seat. Follow us or subscribe or whatever it is your medium requires and stay a while. We'd love to have you as part of our family. Say, while you're here, can I get you something to think today? Happy Sunday. And here are the Ten Commandments of Dad. This dad. Number one, if the food is noisy, share it or eat it alone. My mom loved carrots, celery, crunchy and noisy foods. Either I had to join her or leave the room entirely. Or hang up the phone. I miss you, Mama. Number two, pray before you eat. As Matthew McConaughey said in his most recent book, Green Lights, the food tastes better after you bless it. Paul Harvey once commented about how research shows that prayer literally changes the frequency of food. And the frequency of what we take into our bodies and souls matters, right? We become what we consume? To me, that's just as literal as it is figurative, whether it's food or atmosphere, friends, conversation, or self-talk. Commandment number three, no dinner conversations about dogs or guns. This was my rule with a 12-year-old son who just wouldn't let the matter rest. And he now has a gun given to him by his grandpa and a dog, everything paid for himself and adopted from an animal shelter. Of course, I wrote up a dog contract with as much detail as possible Although I love animals, if it doesn't lay eggs or provide some direct benefit to my dinner table, I just currently don't have the energy for it. And I have not yet been to South Korea, so hot dogs is my limit as far as dogs go. Commandment number four, don't litter. From my days in the Boy Scouts, nothing is more irritating than someone who litters. I think it says a lot about the person. It's just lazy and disrespectful to yourself and your surroundings. Don't conduct yourself like a slob. Commandment number five, respect women and mothers, especially your mama and grandmas. Women have an irreplaceable role in our lives. I remind my son and other men in my life that this fact doesn't diminish our roles. It ennobles it. Respecting women is a vital part of our capacity as men. C.S. Lewis once said, the homemaker has the ultimate career. All other careers exist for one purpose only, and that is to support the ultimate career. You know, knowing that my mom's final days were numbered changed everything in the way we interacted and connected with her before she graduated mortality. The best year of my life was spending weekends at grandma's. Nearing 95, she didn't have much short-term memory, but her long-term memory was sharp as a tack. So that's what we talked about. And she loved root beer floats. So we made them every weekend possible. How do you show respect to women and mothers? Commandment number six. Feelings and emotions are expected. Actions are not always okay. You can be mad at others. You can be mad at me and feel mad. Just don't react mad. That's when we get into trouble. Commandment number seven, don't clink the silverware on your teeth. This is Aunt Sherry's personal favorite. If you clink your silver spoon on your pearly whites, 
She just might bring out the wooden spoon. And I don't mean for eating. I don't mind you eating off of my plate. But try not to clank your teeth with the silverware like you're ringing the dinner bell. Commandment number eight. Farting is not a legitimate COVID test. I just don't think I need to elaborate on that one. Commandment number nine. If you ask me if I'm mad, I'm going to get mad. Let me be in my moment. Let me sort out my emotions. If I want you in my emotional bubble, I'll make that request. Very few people can just emotionally walk into or ramrod their way into my soul. Only a couple that I know of. Jesus and my best friend. Don't imagine me into a place that I am quickly going to step into. Commandment number 10. If you insult dad, it better be really witty and transcendingly funny. And by that I mean, it better be able to climb over the moment into some depth of thought. Let me explain. A few years ago, when my son was eight, I lived in a small town in northeastern Idaho. During the early winter months, the high school boys were putting on a basketball camp for the elementary kids. And as a second grader, my son was interested in attending. Well, the snowy early morning hours weren't something that thrilled him. So as we drove to the high school gymnasium, he was a little grumpy. As we pulled up to the stop sign at the railroad tracks, I glanced into the rearview mirror at the no-shave November facial hair that I had been growing for the first time and only time in my life. It was seemingly a big deal in Idaho, and I honestly realized that I had preconceived notions about beards and the men in them. So, I grew one to get over myself. Anywho, where was I? Oh yeah, railroad crossing, stop sign. I was wearing a hoodie that morning. And as the truck cab wasn't amply warmed up in the few blocks we had just driven from the house, I had the hoodie pulled over my head. And I thought to myself out loud, do I look like one of Jesus' apostles? And without even looking up, my eight-year-old son replied, yeah, the one that betrayed him. Now, in that moment, I didn't have a decision to make as to how to respond. Because that was flippin' funny, especially at his age. What did that say to me about what he knew? I cried, literally, tears of laughter all the way to the basketball camp. And you know what? I got to see him make his very first basket in a regulation hoop, ever. What a morning. I captured that first basket on video. And I'll post it on my Instagram account at fyo.podcast. Here are my takeaways. If your food is loud, share it. Not the loud, the food. Things at the dinner table can be distracting. Repetitive conversations and clanking noises can make dad's pet peeve muscle twitch. Don't be a slob. Find a trash can. Respect the women in your life, no matter what. It doesn't mean you have to like them all, but respect and protect the role. Feeling mad and acting it are two different things. And being called Judas wasn't that bad. I'll see you again soon. 
Well, dag blasted, I sure enjoyed the visit today. If you gained something from it, be kind enough to follow us and leave a review. And do it right now. If and you would, it'd sure be appreciated. Your comments have been so considerate and honestly left me blushing. And good night, those reviews make a big difference in the program's visibility. On the Apple platforms, you select the Go to Show option. And then click the circle plus sign at the top right to follow. Then scroll down below the episodes to leave some stars and a review. Them algorithms need all the help they can get so as I can disrupt more good folks like you. So I tell you what, if you got a friend or three that you just don't like very much, well, share this podcast with them and let us bug them for a while. And if you have comments or suggestions for future discussions, well, don't just keep them to yourself. We, we'd love to hear from you. You can DM us on our Instagrams at fyo.podcast. And thank you. Are you still there? Remember to download the Family Tree app and see how you are related to the people from today's episode. All those links will be included in the show notes. Sometimes it's important to look a gift horse in the mouth. Your gift is your ancestry. Your superpower is their family history stories that make you. Not a one of us crawled out from under a rock, regardless of what you've been told. You have 4,094 grandparents, over 12 generations, with thousands of love stories, battles, difficulties, sadness, happiness, and expressions of hope for the future that allows you to be here today. We are the culmination of so many things we did not choose. It was designed that way. So be gentle with yourself and others. Take the time to learn yourself through your family history stories. There are innumerable tributaries flowing into the life experience that deceptively seems to be your own, but it's not. So think about that as you row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Russell M. Nelson stated, when our hearts turn to our ancestors, something changes inside us. We feel part of something greater than ourselves. (laughs) I concur. Thank you for joining me on another unbelievably true adventure. Find your family history superpower and activate it. Until the next time, bye.